How can we reimagine women's health by meeting them where they are, virtually and compassionately? According to our next guest, Joanna Strober, founder and CEO of Midi Health, it starts with understanding the overlooked symptoms of perimenopause and menopause that deeply impact quality of life. Drawing from her own frustrating journey to receive proper hormonal care, Joanna built an accessible, insurance-covered virtual clinic tailored to women navigating this transition. While together, Joanna shares Midi Health's mission to deliver personalized expert protocols for the over 30 symptoms related to declining estrogen and also reveals how her company identifies gaps like painful sex and weight gain to build specialty services. Additionally, Joanna shares the vision for Midi Health to become a trusted partner supporting long-term health and why partnerships with health systems are imperative. Join us to learn how Joanna and the Midi Health team is successfully reshaping women's health through virtual menopause care. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Hi, Joanna. Thank you for joining up on our podcast today. Thank you. I'm excited. Well, given your successful track record as a serial entrepreneur in the digital health space and your current passion and pursuit of building a leading virtual care clinic focused exclusively on women navigating midlife hormonal transition, I'm grateful to have this important conversation today. But before we dive in, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lastly, please visit the bottom of the episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Joanna, it's almost time for our community to learn how you and the MIDI team are building the only virtual care platform focused on female midlife health to help women feel strong and healthy through a critical chapter of their lives and careers. But first, what's that one piece of advice that you would give to others who are passionate about reimagining the health of our world? Be resilient. It's going to be really hard. (laughs) That is my advice. It's going to be really hard. And resilience is going to be key to the journey. And also, I guess I would say enjoy the journey because it's going to There'll be a lot of ups and downs, but it's incredibly rewarding. Now, I think you could apply resilience to building any type of startup. I don't care what industry you're in. And then you have to like factor it up by like a level 10 when you're talking health and healthcare. And we're going to talk about your storied career, the exits you had previous to this, all that wonderful work you've done in the health tech space. And of course, diving into what the story is behind MIDI. But is that something that you've noticed even before building MIDI that like it is difficult to change healthcare and any tidbits or anything else that you could offer our community because it is a tough slog. There's a lot of opportunity out there to reimagine the biggest industry in our country. But is that something that you've seen along your storied career of how difficult it is to move the ball forward in healthcare? I think that the challenge is there's so many components to this, right? We don't just have buyers and sellers. (laughs) We have payers and we have regulations and we have the most ridiculous state by state regulations that are just designed to make things more difficult for 
entrepreneurs who are trying to change things. And then you have the FTC making decisions on how you can advertise. I mean, just all of the different components coming together make building a healthcare company much more complicated than most other companies. Yeah, as I always like to say, this is not a buy-sided marketplace. It is a, it's not even a tri-sided. There's so many sides. There are some sides in healthcare that we don't even know about that, affect, that can yeah. affect how a business runs. You're absolutely spot on. But joking aside, Joanna, it is possible. You are living proof of it. We're going to talk again about the storied career that you have. And of course, all the wonderful things happening in current state with you and the MIDI team. We're going to unpack all of that and more after we get back from taking our community champion sponsor. Healthcare faces a paradox that echoes through generations. While the current practices that help heal patients today are vital, it is crucial to evaluate them through an environmental lens. OSHA's Responsible for Tomorrow initiative is a collection of interviews featuring influential thought leaders and industry experts like you who share their sustainability strategies, insights, and provide valuable perspectives from diverse industries to inspire innovation within the healthcare sector. OSHA invites you to join this journey. Want to share your sustainability story? OSER is actively looking for partners to highlight the important and inspiring work being done around the globe. Check out OSER's Responsible for Tomorrow initiative and series at OSER.com. That's O-S-S-U-R.com. Or visit the episode notes and click on their link. Together and with OSER helping lead the way, let's all be responsible for tomorrow. All right, we're back with Joanna Strober, founder and CEO of MIDI. Thank you so much, Joanna, for teeing us up on the front end. That is the word of the day, word of the month, word of the year, resiliency in healthcare, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, especially if you want to move this industry forward. There is possibility, but darn it, you have to be resilient because this is a complex industry. So let's talk about that resiliency because you have found great success, not only at previous companies, but what you're building today with MIDI. Let's talk about that founder's journey. Where were those aha moments that brought MIDI to life? What's happening today in the MIDI camp? How are things going? What are you seeing? What's the traction happening within the space that you guys are going after? And then, of course, we'll look a little future state, grab the crystal ball off the proverbial shelf, look a little future state so you can share with our audience what you're seeing on the horizon, what we need to be mindful of. And then, of course, we definitely want to be able to help you and the team out. But before we get to all of that, Joanna, take us back. MIDI's now been around for a little over two and a half years. How did it all come together? What were those aha moments? Take us behind the scenes as this startup came to life. You know, I think I, obviously a lot of ideas come from your own experiences, and I was certainly in that camp. One thing is that's interesting to me is people talk about menopause companies or like, you know, what is a menopause company? And the truth is menopause means that you haven't had your period for a year. That's all it means, which means that for women starting around 35, we're actually going through something called perimenopause. And for me, that meant that I wasn't sleeping. And around 47, I stopped sleeping. I was unable to go back to sleep. I was awake at three o'clock in the morning. I went to work the next day. I had brain fog. I was overeating because I was tired. And that lack of sleep was impacting every part of my life. I went to a doctor and the doctor said, oh, here's sleeping pills but you can't take them very often because they are addictive. And then I went to another doctor who prescribed me a CPAP and said maybe there was that problem. So it's this whole journey of going to and getting the wrong care. And it took me a very long time before anyone mentioned to me, well, maybe this is perimenopause and it's related to your hormones. And why don't we 
surprised they'd saying that. And literally within two weeks, I was sleeping again. But this was a two-year journey of not getting the right care. And so I started talking to a lot of my friends to understand what was going on, and they were all experiencing the same thing. So quietly, people were having anxiety attacks that were arising for them when they didn't expect them, or they were getting debilitating brain fog or joint pain that was really hard for them to manage. There are all these things that are related to estrogen, which are in perimenopause. And I want to stress that because you know what's happened when you get to menopause. You stop having your period. No one talks about the 15 years getting there. So for me, it was actually two things. It was also that combined with COVID and realizing that during COVID, these laws had changed so that you could actually start a virtual company and get insurance coverage. Because I ended up going to a hormone specialist and I got my hormones, but I had to pay $1,000 for a visit in order to get them. And I have nothing against mostly these women doctors who are experts in hormones and want to charge that much money and they can, but that's not a solution for the vast population here. So kind of for me, the aha moment was, wow, like now I could get this incredible expertise and I can combine it with insurance covered care. And that really was the opening for getting Midi started. We're going to talk about that in just a moment, Joanna. Thank you for setting the stage. We'll talk about some of the things that you're experiencing in regards to the payer side of this multi-sided industry that we just talked about earlier. But Joanna, you know, one thing that struck me when you mentioned kind of the aha moments of this coming together, you know, speaking of resiliency, right? You have been in healthcare. You are healthcare literate. You have social capital in this space. You are somebody that knows how to navigate a lot of the ins and outs of a very complex industry. And you were still having those challenges to find those answers. Was that part of what uh, really kind of kept that fire burning to, to launch MIDI or to create this company? And you mentioned as well, costs, right? Some of these doctors, that's fine. If they can charge $1,000 or more for hormonal treatment, great. But in regards to helping women at mass, were those some of the factors as well in regards to you know, figuring out the pathways to get there and then of, of cost? Were those some of the drivers as well that you were finding out from the marketplace? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And what did some of that feedback look like? When you know as well as I do, we just don't go and build things for the marketplace. We got to go ask questions first. What was some of those initial feedback that you were receiving from others that were in your camp as well? So really my camp is my female friends, people who I started talking to and asking, are you going through this? How are you getting treated for this? Are you on hormones? What are you doing about your hormones? Are you wanting to have sex anymore? What's going on with our bodies that we have stopped wanting to have sex? It was really a lot of conversations and a lot of interviews of women about how they were getting care, where they were going to get care. And this was actually at the, really at the beginning of COVID. And my co-founder, Sharon, and I just got very interested in interviewing everyone about this. And so after all of those interviews, we looked at ourselves and we we're like, you know what, can we create a business for this? And I'm glad the answer was yes. Well, let's talk about that business that you and your co-founder created. Who is Mitty? And then, of course, we'll talk about how things are going in the marketplace. I know you have some exciting developments about what is happening with MIDI, but let's start there. Give us that elevator pitch. Who is MIDI? The MIDI is a care clinic for women. We are a virtual care company that has created care protocols. So everything is based on these care protocols that we spent over a year building. So we basically said, okay, there are 32 symptoms of perimenopause that come out because of estrogen depletion. What are those? They're sleep, they're weight gain, 
their anxiety, depression, joint pain. There are a lot of itchy ears, by the way, is another one. There are a lot. Vertigo. There's a lot of different things that happen to your body because of estrogen depletion. And what we said was we go out to the experts and we spent a year talking to experts around the country and developing care protocols. For every one of our care protocols, we would include hormones if appropriate. We'd include prescriptions that were not hormones if you weren't, didn't want to take hormones. We would have supplements and we would have lifestyle. So we basically created these care protocols. At the same time, we started a very simple platform where we started with 50 patients and two doctors and we started taking care of them and getting feedback after every visit to see, is this right? Is this how you'd want to be treated? What are we missing? And then while we were doing that, we were also starting to get insurance contracts. So our goal and our fundamental value prop is that we would be insurance covered care, that it would not be a cash pay platform. So we didn't want to launch until we had that. So after about a year and a half of testing, protocol development, and getting insurance companies, then we launched in September of 2022, just in California. And ever since then, we've been growing. And then what we do is we basically listen to the women and we find out what it is that they really want. And then we develop additional care protocols. So for example, the number one reason women were actually coming to us was to talk about midlife weight gain. So we now have a weight clinic that we launched that specializes in weight issues. A libido, lack of libido and painful sex is another one that was a really big issue. Women didn't come to us with that, but as their second or third visit, they really wanted to get into that. So now we've created a sexual wellness vertical and we're staffing up on that as well. So we're basically, we listen to the women who are coming to us and we really, we don't think of ourselves as a menopause company. We think of ourselves as a midlife health company and we're able to take care of all the different things that women are experiencing during this period of their life. So it sounds like a lot of your consumers, these women are finding those solutions to their needs. You're listening to the consumer of what exactly they are desiring and what they are, what their needs are. And that's awesome. One of the questions I do have, Joanna, because while it's not new, it's still relatively new because as you know, COVID just unleashed this notion of what virtual care is. I don't think we're putting that genie back in the bottle. Thank God. I'm a huge proponent of it. How has the feedback been from the women that are engaged in your virtual care clinic? What's that feedback been for a virtual setting? They never want to go in person again. <laughs> Forget about how has it been. I mean, if you can dial in from wherever you are and you can have a conversation, it's so much better than driving to a doctor's office. It's so much better than having to sit in the waiting room than sit for someone to come talk to you. And then also, Actually, this environment, the way that you and I are talking, is actually really good for these types of conversations. You don't really want to sit there with someone talking about the fact that you've lost interest in having sex with your husband because it hurts. But we can have that conversation online much easier, just using that as one example. So we found that the, the virtual setting is a perfect place for these conversations. And how has the feedback been from your care team providers as well? Same thing. Are they finding that opportunity to meet where their consumers or meet where the patients want to be? Yeah. I mean, I think for us, we have a few things. First of all, we are able to create a really flexible work environment for our providers, and they appreciate that. Many of them are moms. Many of them have families at home, and they love being able to do this from home. But they also like the fact that it's not asynchronous care. So some of them came from asynchronous care companies where all they were doing is like reading forms and clicking buttons all day. And they like the fact that we do longitudinal care and that they can take care of patients from their house, but they can also 
have long-term relationships with those women. And so I think it's a very rewarding job for them. I love it. And you said also there's some recent developments on the payer side of things. Obviously, some things have changed during COVID. What are some of the developments that are there that you can share with our audience as well? So the most exciting thing we found is when we're working with health systems. So what we have learned is that health systems care deeply about this audience of women because this audience of women is going to make all the healthcare decisions for their family. So they want to have access and they want to have a relationship with these women. But on the other hand, this type of care doesn't make them very much money. So, you know, given the choice, if you're a healthcare system between opening up what I taught, I call it the box problem. Basically, for every box they have, they have to make X amount of money. This type of care doesn't make enough money to make it. So they want to have more and more and more of them. But they want to have a relationship with these women. So what we found is that we are entering into partnerships with healthcare systems. We most recently announced a big one in, with Memorial Hermann in Texas. And we can partner with them. We can do this midlife care for their population. And then we have a partner for care because 50% of the women who are coming to us are unaffiliated with the healthcare system. So they have not gone to a doctor four to 10 years. They need mammograms. They need ultrasounds. They need colonoscopies. They need Often we're actually diagnosing cancer because we're getting those mammograms and we're needing. So we need in-person partners for our care. So I think of us now as a true front door to healthcare, And then we can then help women figure out and how to navigate and where to go for all the things that they're experiencing. And then actually they call us and ask where their husbands should go to. <laughs> so it's a really good partnership for us because there's just such a lack of primary care and of specialty in this area. And we never want to do in person. So instead, we just need good partners to have a place to refer our patients to. And so in regards to some of our community members that are tuning in that live both on the payer and the provider side of the aisle, because they'll find interest in this on both aspects of that, in regards to that partnership with Memorial Hermann in Texas, Joanna, is that the experience for the patient? Does that look like, is it white label? Does it look like for the patient that it's a Memorial Hermann experience or is it part of MIDI? How does that work in regards to the business dynamics between MIDI? and the health system, and the patient. Yeah, sorry, it's MIDI providing the care, but we then are integrated into the EMR so that we can share data. So it doesn't have to be a disconnected experience for the patient. And so if they've already had a mammogram or they've already had a blood test, we can share that. I don't think virtual care should be disconnected from the, your other care, right? It should just be a seamless experience. And so when we partner with the healthcare system, we can create that. Oh, how exciting. What a great partnership and a wonderful health system as well. So let's also now take that crystal ball off the proverbial shelf over here, the, the virtual self shelf, if you will, Joanna. Let's look at a little future state. Things have changed rapidly, obviously, not only for our industry, but for you and the company since COVID. A lot of policy change that has positively impacted you and the MIDI team. But what are you and the team seeing on the horizon, more on the macro for this space? And then, of course, what's on the horizon for MIDI as well, next two to three, three to five years? Yeah, I really think that MIDI becomes a national virtual primary care practice. So we are never going to do urgent care, but we can take care of a lot of the other things and we can then help women navigate wherever they need to go within the system. But we are finding that women are coming to us for just a huge variety of issues. And the average woman comes to us with five or six symptoms. You know, we have a survivorship clinic for women who had cancer. So we're seeing a number of cancer patients. 
we're basically just, we're seeing women, like we're seeing women in all of their health issues and we're able to take care of them. And then we're able to hook them into care. And I think that's really important because as I said, a lot of women don't have a place to go right now. And so our goal is to be their home for 20 years of a place that they can go to get the right care and then get referrals when appropriate. That's a very exciting future. So of course, uh, now taking it back to current state, I know there's a lot of folks that tune into this podcast and love this space, very much believe in it. Joanna, how can they be of help to you? What's one problem need or question that the community rally around this podcast can be helping you and the MIDI team with? So honestly, our biggest challenge is speeding up the insurance contracting process. We, the complaint we get most on Instagram is, why are you not open in my state? And we now have providers in all 50 states because we work with employers. And when we work with employers, we can set up a private network and then we can enable them to have insurance covered care in all 50 states. But what is so frustrating is just the amount of time that it takes to get some of these contracts done. And if anyone has any suggestions about that, I know that everyone is working on it. But it's just a silly process. But honestly, we're going to get the contract. Like, it's not going to come. It just might take an extra year and a half, which is not really benefiting anyone. So, you know, I think there needs to be easier ways to get this. Really, for the whole industry, there needs to be easier ways to get these contracts completed. Well, and literal lives are on the line. Let's be completely honest, right? And uh, that we are better than that as a uh, country and as an industry. We should be able to figure this out. And then again, I know there's people tuned in that are working on these types of things and are passionate about it as well. So Joanna, if they want to get a hold of you, talk more about MIDI and how they can help you out with some of these needs. How do they get a hold of you? Social media handles, websites, or otherwise, how do they get a hold of you online? Yeah, there's an email set up, joannasfrober at joinmidi.com. And I will get those emails and I would love to talk to people. Excellent. And what's the website as well? And with the point them towards the website. Yeah, the website is joinmidi, J-O-I-N-M-I-D-I.com. Easy enough. Excellent. And of course, in finishing up and wrapping up this conversation, before we do get out of here, Joanna, we do have one more piece for you before we say our goodbyes. And we, of course, share this message with our audience. What's that one fill in the blank for us? I'm a passionate pioneer because... I really care deeply about helping people feel better. I love it. Joanna, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today, sharing the MIDI story and all the wonderful things happening in the camp. Of course, we may have to have a where are they now in about a year, check in with you and the team, see where things are with MIDI. But for now, of course, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to spend time with our community on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode. 